Shannon. And I'm Rami, and this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. Shannon, I will apologize. I haven't been paying attention. I don't know what we're doing this week. So can you tell us and maybe maybe I'll learn something along the way. Uh, Rami, how irresponsible of you. We are talking about, are you too responsible? Which it sounds like you are not based on not being prepared with an intro for this episode. I'm kidding, of course. Correct. Correct. Okay, so here's the background. Instagram threw me an ad for this article from... For a Harvard Business Review article? Yeah, I'm like, they have... How nerdy is your Instagram? I love it. (laughs) No, it must be. Hey, Shannon, we think you'd like to read some uh, Harvard Business Reviews. (laughs) But they, they have ads for, like, specific articles now, so I got thrown this article ad for Are You Too Responsible? I was like, this sounds like a riveting podcast episode. (laughs) So I read the article... Uh, from the Harvard Business Review. And then I was like, let's do an episode on it. So first, let's do a mini quiz. Everyone, join in. Rami, you're going to be the participant, but everyone else join along with us who's listening. Let's do a mini quiz to see if you are overly responsible. Are you ready? Yes. Do you often pay attention to the needs of others, but neglect your own? Mm. I want to say medium, but I'll go with a solid answer because you probably need a yes or no. Eh, you could say I'm going to go with medium. Okay. Medium. Do you frequently remind others what needs to be done and get frustrated by how irresponsible <laughs> they seem? No. Okay. <laughs> I like the back part of this. Do you get frustrated by how irresponsible they seem? Yeah. Do you say yes whenever others ask for help, but don't ask for help yourself? 100%. Oh. If something goes wrong, do you feel the entire weight of that outcome? Yes. Okay, Rami, you're like three for four on this quiz. You might be overly responsible. That seems like the opposite of what we came into this episode with, so that seems good. I mean, I'm, I'm like... A little surprised, but not at the same time. Like, I could see this in you. I think it's the one that you said no to, I can see too. Do you frequently remind others? (laughs) But do you know people like that in the office? I do. I mean, I I don't (laughs) I don't I don't go to an office anymore, but you know, I can remember people like that at Target. I honestly I was probably one of them. Okay. So let's talk about, like, what the hell do you do? Wait, hold on. Is there a problem with being too responsible? Yes. I think there is a problem with it. I think What's it, the problem? Uh, I think it results in burnout. I think it can result in you being overly exhausted. I think it can result in you like, taking on too much that isn't yours to carry. Okay, that I that I see. Okay, so it's really, it. the problem isn't being too responsible. It's not... It's taking on, it's taking on too much, which means you're like overly responsible for things that are like not really yours to manage. Yeah. Or you can be overly responsible in the sense of even if it is yours to manage, but you don't have the capacity for it right now. Like maybe you're being overly responsible to a certain like level, if you will. Like, uh, let's use a totally 
not work-related example, like cleaning your house. You might be overly zealous about that and like, I got to freaking clean the baseboards with a toothbrush, but you're drowning in depression right now. I don't know. Maybe let's not clean the baseboards with the toothbrush today. You know? So it's like, I can see it both in terms of you take on other people's responsibilities or you set such high standards or expectations for yourself. Like you're so overly responsible in that way that it's costing you like health and well-being. Okay. I agree with you that it can be a problem. Okay. How, give us some strategies on how we can fix our over-responsibility-ness. Okay. So there's a couple in the article. I thought three were useful and then I added one of my own. <laughs> so, or I, I kind of <laughs> altered one to be different than what, what the author suggests. Okay. The first one, define what your truly responsible for. So this can seem really basic, but I think some people just like take responsibility for shit that's just not theirs. So when I do this game with clients, I I literally make it a game. So I will have them like maybe they're expressing a bunch of worry. And then Mm -hmm. I will ask them to like say it as a statement of responsibility. So for example, it might be like, I'm really worried that my employee won't be happy if I ask her to do X, Y, or Z thing. Then we turn that into, what's the responsibility that you're taking in that? Well, I'm responsible for my employee's happiness. I'm like just totally 100% responsible for them being happy at work. (laughs) Like, No, of course not. That is horrifying. You are not responsible for that. But can you hear people saying that? People say the worry, oh, I'm worried they won't be happy with me if I ask for this, if I do this. Well, then you're, t- in a way, let's frame that as a responsibility statement. I'm taking responsibility for her happiness. Heck no, not your responsibility. So being really clear about what is and is not yours to carry. Can you give me an example of a good uh, responsibility statement in that same example? Yeah, uh, I'm responsible for effectively communicating what I need. Okay. Could it also be... I'm responsible for, like, making sure our department stays in stock or something? Yes, yes, yes. I'm responsible to deliver the goals for our department. And this is a critical task to our department's goals. Yep. So if that's how we refocus our responsibility, then it's like, well, they have to do the five things. Like, I don't care if it sucks. Yeah. Yep. Because I'm not responsible for their happiness. I am responsible for delivering on the goals for our department. And they are, too. Okay, so first things first, defining what you're truly responsible for. Um, Another way you could do this is looking at your to-do list and just looking at, like, what is the shit that's just not yours? You know, I think there's things that can creep into our list. And maybe this is maybe less literal and more um, in relationship with other people. That's just not, just not yours. Get it off your list. Okay, second tip. Start giving responsibilities back. Again, these sound like Captain Obvious, but I think the listener who really needs this episode needs steps that are this this basic, because this is what I would have needed when I was taking on too much work. Mm-hmm. So start small. Identify one responsibility that you can return to a specific person. It may be giving back a really simple task that someone else should be doing, or returning the responsibility for remembering a deadline to another team member. So... Maybe I'll give an example in my personal life. Uh, Sometimes in husband and wife duos, I don't know if this ever happens with you, maybe one partner starts to take on more of the caretaking responsibilities for the children, you know? And so it's like, 
you bear the, what do they call that? There's a book that talks about this, the mental load of remembering things, like Mm -hmm. remembering to make the dentist appointments or remembering to pack the kids lunch. Where can you start to give some of those responsibilities back? Because it's not just your responsibility to remember that your kid needs a lunch today. And I'm not saying like, do this without telling your partner, but like, (laughs) they never had a dentist appointment, have a conversation about it. Like, these can be shared. They don't have to be yours alone to bear the burden of. So real talk here. I am horrible at dentist appointment and doctor appointment things. Yes. In terms of scheduling. Yes. I can be very good at getting them. Like I, once I know it exists, I can do the thing. Yes. But I'm, I'm very bad at knowing to schedule the thing. Yes. I think they call it the cognitive load, you know? And so, and oftentimes that falls on the more maternal figure in a partnership. So how do we begin to take, to, to give some of those responsibilities back to others who, who do them? Or no, maybe, in, maybe in podcasting, Rami, I'm guessing there are things where like, maybe we take responsibility for each other. Like before we got this episode, I was like, did you, did you put your notes in? And Rami was like, of course I put my notes in, you know, like, I don't need to ask him. He can just like be responsible for getting his notes To be in. fair, <laughs> Shannon asked me and all I did was give her a weird smile. And she was like, okay, you put your notes in. Cool. <laughs> being over responsible so So, you can give me the responsibility back yeah yes like i don't need to like whatever you know okay the third strategy is to examine your assumptions so in the article she talks about like really investigating are they really true so sometimes we assume that we're lazy or we're not contributing if we give responsibilities back is that really true though So how might we reframe the release of responsibility and consider that you're actually empowering others by allowing them to struggle with a task to solve their own problem or own up to a mistake? You're actually helping them develop greater competence and confidence. I can remember feeling this way big time as a manager. You know, like I would be like, oh, but I'm not doing anything. I'm lazy if I'm not contributing in some way or helping them. That's just so false. We've probably talked about that in past episodes. Well, and I think this one connects back to the first piece, which is I'm responsible for X. Yes. So if I'm responsible for making sure our department hits their goals, then my assumptions can almost be invalidated by that statement, which allows me to then get rid of those crappy assumptions. Yes. The final tip is to accept help. (laughs) So if someone asks if they can take something off your plate or offers to do something for you, you simply say yes. And then you tell them the thing that they can take off your plate, right? Like even that can be a very simple habit change because how often is it the default for us in our personal lives or our professional lives? If we're overly responsible people for us to just be like, oh no, you don't have to do that. You don't have to bring anything to the party or, oh no, I can do that. F no. If you're overly responsible, you get to start saying yes when people ask how they can help or people ask if they can help. And then when you accept the help, make very explicit, well-defined requests for support rather than just like vaguely saying, yeah, I actually I could use some help on that project or that party or whatever thing you're working on. So this would be 
okay, we're working on this project. I need someone to do this portion. Yes. Like who can step up and do that piece? Yes. Yes. Cool. I like that. Okay. So accepting help is also asking for help. Yes. And I deliberately did not include that. I think that was like a separate tip in the article. I'm deliberately not encouraging people who identify as overly responsible to start there because that might feel like a lot to begin uh, outwardly asking for help. So that's where we put it as accept help. When someone asks okay. you if you need help, st- like start there, start start a little start bit there smaller, by just accepting. Yes, it. Yeah. if people ask, "Can I help?" Accept it. Then the next like layer on from there would be start asking for it before they even ask if they can help. Be more Got proactive it. Okay. in it. I like it. All right, Shannon, take us home. Okay, so we went through a quiz. You can go back and listen to the beginning of the episode to figure out if you might be overly responsible. And then we talked about the four strategies. Define what you're truly responsible for. Start giving responsibilities back that aren't yours, that are still on your damn to-do list. Examine your assumptions to support yourself in believing that it's okay for you to give up some responsibilities. And practice accepting help when it's offered. Bonus tip from Rami. Don't just accept it, but actually proactively ask for help. I want to know, so we want you guys to connect with us, obviously. We love talking to you guys. Reach out to us. That's how we get things. Um, that's what that's what keeps us going here is, is getting that connection with you guys. So feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or on LinkedIn. Um, I want to hear if you're over-responsible, what, what's one thing you're going to change to, to rein in your, your responsibility level? I like it. With that. With that. With that, I've been Shannon. And I've been Romney, and this has been Workplace Hugs. Mm-hmm.